Hey, this is gonna be our intro music. Oh, <laughs> that's really beautiful, Nicholas. Hello and welcome to Five, five minutes, minutes with, with Five, five women. women. I'm Nick Crawford. And I'm Kaylin Reeves. And we are your co-hosts for this podcast on the Texas State production of Five Women Wearing the Same Dress by Alan Ball. Today we have our dramaturgs, Andrew Wesley and Kelly Paws. Yeah. Hello. Welcome. Can you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? Well, I'm Andrew Wesley. I'm a senior performance and production major here at Texas State University, and I've been focusing on dramaturgy my entire time here. I'm Kelly Paws, and I am a PNP performance and production major, um, and I've focused on just doing whatever I need to do to put on a show. Hey, look at that. So, Andrew, for those who may be wondering, what is a dramaturg? Why don't you go ahead and answer the question, what's a dramaturg? Well, a dramaturg, Nick, thanks for asking, is it is a role that was recently created, and I say recently, I mean in the, somewhere in the 1800s, uh, and the dramaturg does research for productions. In a way, I, I like to call it an anti-critic. So everything wow. that a critic would criticize about a show for being either historically inaccurate, for not having proper music for the time period, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just different little things, not having great dialect, proper regionally and stuff mm -hmm. like that. A dramaturg would do this research and give it to the production team while the production is going up so that they can be as seamless as possible and as realistic as possible. Us as theater artists, we live to imitate life. Wow. So... Being a dramaturg, I believe, is a very useful thing, and I love doing my job. So, Kelly, what's it like being a dramaturg on Five Women Wearing the Same Dress? My main goal is to make sure things like the AIDS crisis are handled actually historically correctly. Yeah, what, um, what is the year for this play? So the time setting we're having for this is in... June, July, summer of 1993, and the year before, in the AIDS crisis, uh, in 1992, AIDS became the number one cause of death for U.S. men ages 25 to 44, mm. so it was at its height during the time of that summer during this wedding, mm -hmm. so it's a very prominent thing, and I had to be there to help people understand that it wasn't really a casual thing that people would be talking about. Right. And people wouldn't be like, ah, oh, he had AIDS. Right. It's like, wow, he had AIDS and is probably going to die. Mm -hmm. So, Andrew, what was the culture of the U.S. like in 1993? Well, Nick, it was a really interesting time period, to say the least, I must say. Uh, 1993 was the big emergence of a lot of movies that we find as cultural blockbusters these days. Mm -hmm. We have such things as Jurassic Park, Schindler's List... And even Mrs. Doubtfire, also Sleepless in Seattle, all came out uh, in 1993, which is really good. Hmm. Um, different artists such as Madonna, Radiohead, and Nirvana were pretty big as well. And my personal favorite, Snoop Doggy Dogg. <laughs> I love me some Snoop Dogg, and I was happy to know that he was one of the big heavy hitters in 1993. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Andrew. No problem, Nick. Thank you for having me, and thank you, Kaylin. Kaylin, you're so beautiful, and Nick, God. I know, I you, feel the same way. You, he you, gets that a lot. You are a creature. And Kelly, thank you also for joining us. It was great to be here. I will always be around dramaturging. 
I'm always here for you guys. Wow. Bye, listeners. It's now time for listener questions. If you at home have any questions, feel free to send them to 5minutes5women at gmail.com. That's the number five. Our first listener question is from Natalie McRae. She asks, are there any pants in this show? That's a good question. Yes, Natalie, we do have pants in this show. I think you wear pants. I do wear wear, pants, yeah. Yeah. I wear um, slacks from a tuxedo. And do the, do the, that's a good question. Do the women wear pants under the dresses? No, they do not. Mm. I actually am not even sure if they're wearing pantyhose. Wow. So to answer your question, that's uh, one sixths yes, five sixths no. Our next question is from Ryan E. Nardecchia. He says, hi, Nick and Kaylin, long time listener, first time asker. Here's my question. Is there a lot of smooching in this show? Hmm. Thanks, Ryan Nardecchia. Wow. Well, is there, is there, there, well, I guess, yeah, there's some smooching. I don't want to spoil anything, and I won't say my lips have been touched yet, but I think they just might be. They might be. I definitely, you're definitely going to see some smooch action in this show. Mm-hmm. Um don't be expecting anything too much, you know. Right. It won't be, this isn't going to be some, like, interactive piece. I don't think you no. need to put on chapstick before the show. Right. But I think the actors might have to. Uh, they might bring some mints to might have It would some be a mints. great idea. Some mints. For smooching. Please don't put that in the Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, Assuming that that was five minutes. If it was, heck yes. If not, darn, darn. Six minutes and 46 seconds. It. Please join us next episode where we will be talking with Cambria Denham and Emma Hearn about the role of Meredith. Until next time, I'm Kaylin Reeves. I'm Nick Crawford. And remember, Cha-Cha Cheese Whiz. Whiz.